Welcome to Homeschool Mama Self-Care. I'm Teresa Wiedrich at CapturingTheCharmLife.com. I'm here to help you turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. If you are a homeschool mama looking for a strategy or a few for your self-care, then this is the podcast for you. One of the most useful and most challenging self-care strategies we can put into place is to look after our thoughts. So I think a lot of those positive thinking challenges are really challenging. I can't fathom trying to capture every thought and make sure every thought is positive, especially during real challenging and stressful times in our lives. And as a homeschool mom from day to day, I have too much to do than focus on my thoughts all the time. But we can take one of those feelings, maybe just one feeling, that we regularly grapple with and we know we grapple with, and focus on it for a month. We could try spending once a day considering how we're feeling, what we're feeling, why we're feeling what we're feeling. How about just sit with it? Have you heard that? Sit with it. Sit with the feeling, the uncomfortable feeling. I would say lock yourself into a bathroom when you're feeling that feeling. But you know that as a homeschool mom, locking yourself in the bathroom to get quiet time away from the kids usually means kids will come immediately. They have their radar detection on. So maybe instead stand in front of a bathroom mirror with the door open and talk to yourself in the mirror. If you're feeling kind of intense or you have an uncomfortable feeling arise, ask yourself, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling what I'm feeling? Is what I'm feeling true? Because our feelings aren't always true to whatever the scenario is. Yeah, our feelings are real, But the thought behind the feeling isn't always accurate. So ask yourself, is what you're feeling, the thought behind your feeling, 100% accurate? Is it possible there are alternate perspectives? What truth is around that scenario? Look at the possible perspectives and other ways you could frame that feeling. then you might want to just choose to reframe your scenario or your feeling in a way that best reflects the story that you want to see that it will resolve into, will move forward towards. For example, your child is complaining he doesn't want to come downstairs or come out of his bedroom. He's playing Legos in the morning because he'd rather do that than whatever you've asked. But you need to do the thing that you've asked. So all of you, all you've asked was that he needed to maybe start math or I don't know, something. You know you need to do it because you're leaving to grandma's in a half an hour. Now instinctively you feel the sense of frustration rise that says, I have stuff to do. I need this kid to do what they need to do. I have more than one kid. I have all sorts of things on my list. We have to leave here by whatever o'clock. I don't have time for this. 
So you stare at yourself in the mirror and you ask yourself, why am I frustrated with my child? What's going on? You know your expectations are lofty for the day, so there should be a little bit of give and take for your kid's behavior resisting. He doesn't have to want to do what you're asking him to do. They aren't always streamlined and eager to jump into whatever your schedule is. Why is that child not wanting to do math? What else is going on? Probably he wants to keep playing Legos or whatever it is that he's doing. He's not trying to run contrary to your plan. So your initial feeling of frustration or whatever you're feeling, what is the truth about it? What's the truth about the scenario? You're going to approach that scenario as an alternative approach. It could be any number of things depending on your specific child. For mine, it might be because it's March and kids are tired of doing math workbooks first thing in the morning by March. By the way, me too. They want a change in their routine. At least my kids do. Me too. So why not change up the routine? Today, maybe he could play Legos. Maybe he could stay home with an older sister and not have to go to grandma's house. There are other approaches to what the situation might be. How about bring the math workbook, do math on the way to grandma's, or just don't do math. What is true is that our thoughts influence how we respond, which influences our feelings, and our feelings influence our actions. This continues as a cycle of how our thoughts are engaged, and sometimes it's useful, but often our feelings can work against us. We need to take care of our thoughts, bring one uncomfortable thought to the mirror and look at it, question that thought like a well-argued lawyer. Give ourself the greatest self-care strategy, like a spa for the soul. Thank you for joining me today. I'd love to hear more about who you are, so come on over to my Facebook or Instagram page, Homeschool Mama Self-Care. My goal is to equip you with self-care strategies to help you turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. If you want to learn more about my course, How to Homeschool 101, or my upcoming book, Homeschool Mom Self-Care, Thrive, Not Just Survive, head over to my blog, www.capturingthecharmlife.com. You'll also find the show notes and links to everything you've heard in this episode there. I hope you and your kids have a charmed week. And until next time, I hope you can turn your challenges into your charms. <laughs>